Have you ever smiled at someone and pretended that all was well between you when it really wasn't? Or have you ever overshared, as people put it, information about someone else even though you were asked to keep it confidential? Or how about this? Maybe you've said some really harsh things about someone behind their back, but in their presence, you never mention these things. What do these questions have in common? They are simple examples of being a great pretender, also known as a person corrupted by guile. Welcome to Keep the Heart Podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, teacher, and conference speaker known for sharing biblical insights that are practical and inspiring. Now back to today's valuable study. No guile, no guile. We're talking today about getting rid of that false front. Psalm 32 verse 2 says, Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. This is an achievable goal in our Christian lives, but it is hard. We're not going to pretend this is a cakewalk or easy. It's not easy, but it's possible. So what is guile? Here's an abbreviated definition from the Strong's Concordance, basically deceit and treachery. But Webster's 1828 goes on and says craft, which is known as sneakiness, or cunning, which is also known as scheming, artifice, a word we don't use very often, which means pretense, duplicity, which means dishonesty, and finally, deceit. We get that one. We understand and use that word. And it's deceit, usually in a bad sense, the dictionary says. Is it possible to live a life without guile? There was someone in Scripture who did. So let's look at four ideas based on Scripture on how we can become people without guile. But do expect this to be spiritual workout. Number one, we need to filter our speech. And I think we know this, but Psalm 34 verses 12 through 13 ask a question and then make a statement. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days, that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Now, this is another way of saying, watch your mouth. The word keep in this verse means to watch, guard, and preserve. Now, did you know that if we're guarding our hearts, it will improve our speech? The word keep in this verse is the same word that's used in Proverbs 4.23 that says, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Watching what we say requires a pause before speaking. That gives us a chance to clean up what we're about to say so that it's pure. It's possible to filter our speech so that we don't speak as people with guile. Number two out of four, live like a newborn. Now, where am I getting this from? From 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 2. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. This is a fascinating passage of scripture. You see the lay aside section first, and then we're told to desire the sincere milk of the word because that's how we grow. The milk of the word helps us grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And the more that we know about him, 
the more that we have the opportunity to be like him. You know, without the word, we not only are bad examples ourselves, but we become confused about right and wrong. And so as runners in a race, we're passing a faulty baton to the people coming up behind us, and then they're going to be even more confused as the example that we set is that you can get by without the word. It's very difficult to live the Christian life without the Bible. And finally, under number two, clinging to our old habits stunts our growth. That's why we're told to lay aside the malice, the guile, the hypocrisy that we embrace. We actually don't have a problem being hypocrites. Often we will actually treat it like it's normal. And envies, well, doesn't everybody envy someone? But see, that's the problem. If we use a faulty measurement like doesn't everybody do that, we're going to come out with a faulty conclusion. When Jesus says, lay something aside, he's trying to improve us. Clinging to our old habits will stunt our growth. So we want to lay aside the old and make room for the new life that Christ is building in us. Number three out of four, remember that Jesus knows and sees us. Do you remember Nathaniel in the New Testament? He is an interesting Bible character because he's the only one that had this said about him, an Israelite indeed in whom is no guile. Listen to the verse in John 1, verses 47 to 48, that shows the encounter between Jesus and Nathanael. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and saith of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Nathanael saith unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee. Key words in this verse passage here. Whence knowest thou me? Nathanael asked Jesus, How do you know me? And Jesus answered, Not, Oh, I know you from here and there and everywhere. Jesus said, I saw you. So Jesus not only knows us, but he sees us. And Jesus isn't restricted by time or space. He can see someone no matter where they are. Nathanael wasn't near Jesus when Jesus said, I saw you. The verse said, before that Philip called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee. It didn't say when I was at that fig tree with you. It says when you were at the fig tree. Jesus saw his life. Nathanael is an example that living without guile is possible. Jesus really does know us personally, and we do not have a secret life from God. So what we have to remember is that he does know us, and he does see us. Let's live in a way that would make God glad to see us coming. He clearly was glad to see Nathaniel coming. We could be like that. Nathaniel wasn't superhuman. He was ordinary human, and he's our encouraging example. And finally, number four on this episode about getting rid of the false front, no guile. Input will become output. Now, Mark chapter 7 has a passage in verses 20 to 23 where Jesus is letting people know how we become defiled. And he said, That which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. 
All these evil things come from within and defile the man. Do you see how this is all internal? But how did the internal get there? Input. There was an influence of some kind that led to this kind of a breeding ground. So what are you setting before your eyes? What are you allowing into your ear gates? What do you think about day by day? What are you scrolling through for hours? Bad ideas come naturally to us. We don't really need anybody else's help. But if we allow additional influences, that input will become an output. It will come out of our heart at some point. Our thoughts affect our actions. The heart really needs the cleansing power of the word. Without it, we cannot become undefiled. Psalm 119 verse 1 says, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. So how does a person become that undefiled person? By walking in the law of the Lord. How do you walk in the law of the Lord? You first have to learn the law of the Lord. So that means we need to be in the word. No surprise there though, is it? Did you know that we can pray for a clean heart and a right spirit? We surely can. The psalmist did it in Psalm 51 verse 10. It says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. If the psalmist could pray that, so can we. And it is an excellent prayer request because we need help having a clean heart. How are we going to live undefiled if our hearts are defiled? God knows this. And he is happy to answer prayer that comes from his word because it's according to his will. No guile. Is it really achievable? Can we really get rid of the false front? Yes, we can, but it'll be by the grace of God. You've been listening to Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. Subscribe to this podcast and follow Keep the Heart on Instagram. Visit the shop at keeptheheart.com for Bible studies, books, and more, along with Francie's conference event calendar. Visit keeptheheart.com today. Thank you for listening.